Hello, my name is George Vance and I'm Headmaster of Rockport School in Holywood, Northern Ireland. My contribution to the Talking Heads series is, I hope, a light-hearted and slightly sideways look at Round Square Schools from the perspective of a car enthusiast. I'll begin with the story that starts in that other Hollywood, the one in California. British actor David Niven was already a big star and living in Beverly Hills when the Second World War began in 1939. On hearing the news that Britain had declared war on Germany, he immediately came back to Britain to volunteer for service. And as his family hailed from Scotland, he wanted to join a Scottish regiment. Now, he loved the idea of the kilt, but he hated the idea of wearing those tartan trousers or trues worn by one unit in particular, the Highland Light Infantry. On the application forms, which had to be filled out by all potential officers, candidates were asked to suggest three possible units or regiments that they would like to join. So Niven made the three following entries on his form. He wrote 1. The Argyle and Sutherland Highlanders. 2. The Black Watch. And for number 3 he wrote, Any other Scottish regiment except for the Highland Light Infantry who don't wear kilts but wear those terrible tartan trues instead. The following Monday morning, 2nd Lieutenant Niven found himself standing in front of his new commanding officer of the Highland Light Infantry wearing the dreaded trues. To make matters worse, the CEO had Niven's application form in front of him. Now, we encourage free speech and free thinking in round square schools, but sometimes it is wise not to say too much. In fact, being the grey man or grey woman can sometimes be a skill all in itself. There's actually an Irish saying which goes something like, whatever you say, say nothing. 16 years ago, I also made the mistake of saying too much. When, as a newly appointed deputy head, I explained to the then head that I was plainly unsuited to standing at a stall, handing out leaflets, selling the school. I said I had no training in marketing, no experience in marketing, and I would frankly rather do anything else rather than marketing. I said I would do anything else, including sticking my hand down drains or even dealing with the human drains, but please, please, don't make me sell the school. Three weeks later, I was dispatched to Oxford to attend a conference in marketing independent schools. At the start, it was everything I had feared. Real shallow stuff, icebreakers, circle time, role play, flip charts, plenary sessions... But then as the course progressed, we got to hear about the psychology of marketing. And it did make me think about our school. And in the end, I actually came away with an improved understanding of what we do and how others see us. I learned that promoting something we believe in is quite ethical, provided you tell the truth and you don't make promises that you can't keep. I also learned why people choose a school for their child. Apparently, picking a school is a bit like buying a car and is mainly an emotional decision rather than a practical one. And in one session we were asked to write down our responses to a question on a board. And that question was, if your school was a car, what kind of car would it be? What make of car? And please list the reasons why. I panicked a bit. For some reason in my mind I pictured a little yellow van with three wheels. I looked around the table at the others in my group and they were all busy scribbling. I saw that people had written... Bentley, Maserati, Ferrari. 
one headmistress of an all-girls school had actually written Lady Penelope's Pink Rolls-Royce. And then it struck me. We are an old Land Rover Defender. Not one of those nice new shiny wagons, but an old Land Rover like you might find on television on Born Free or an old episode of Skippy or Dactari. I have to admit I have a thing for Land Rovers. I own one. I learned to drive in one. And in fact, in my school, we have an old green Land Rover with the Rockport badge on the doors used by the ground staff for all sorts of jobs. It just kind of fits. I think that quite a lot of Round Square schools I have visited are a bit like old Land Rovers. And why? Well, I discussed this with some of our sixth formers a while ago and I got lots of answers from them. It's an iconic brand. It's aesthetic. It has a proud history. It somehow fits in the environment. It's understated. Never underestimate the power of the understatement. It's unpretentious. It doesn't pretend to be something it's not. It seems comfortable in its own skin. It's a bit rough around the edges, but somehow it works. The roof sometimes leaks. There are gaps in the doors. Sometimes the lights don't work. It's noisy, but it's reliable, although in need of some TLC from time to time. It's great off-road. It goes anywhere. It's functional, workmanlike, utilitarian. No frills, but it gets you to where you want to be. It's old, but long-lasting. Actually, on longevity, they say that 90% of all the Land Rovers ever built are still on the road, actually making it a very environmentally friendly build. And also, like Round Square, it's all about the journey. It does get you there, and when you arrive at your destination, you may be a little bit shook up, but you definitely know you've been on a journey. And finally, someone said to me, Land Rovers are simply everywhere. And we know this from school trips and round square trips and conferences. I've been on a Jeep Safari in Barbados, and I've seen them in the desert in Jordan, in India, in Singapore, in Africa. I've spotted old Land Rover defenders everywhere. Land Rovers are to be found all over the world, like round square. They're truly global, truly international. The term global citizen is overused and can seem a bit like a cliché, but international understanding is an important key contributor to achieving appreciation for diversity and is perhaps just as relevant today as it was in 1936 Germany when Kurt Hahn said, Nothing but goodwill between nations and classes can save this generation from wars and revolutions. And education can help build this bedrock of goodwill as a foundation of the society to be. I think our Round Square network of schools can continue to be a vehicle for that goodwill, to build that global society to be. And Round Square is a vehicle for change, but not just any vehicle for change, but an iconic utility vehicle, just like a Land Rover, which has the potential to go absolutely everywhere and anywhere. Thank you for listening.